Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you all for being here and happiest of holidays to you and yours. I hope all of you out there are embracing your traditions in whatever they are. But with the yearly customs that come around, also comes some controversy. And that's what I'd like to talk about on today's episode. So the first controversial subject that I'd like to talk about is Christmas and the traditions of Christmas. Now, I want to ask you a question. What does Christmas mean to you? Because I have my own beliefs that I've developed over the years, which I'll get into some details and go into a childhood background story that has shaped some of my beliefs around the idea of Christmas. So when you're at home with your family around a Christmas tree and you stuff goodies into a stocking and you're taking part of these traditions that stretch back thousands of years, long before Christianity entered the mix, have you ever wondered why you partake in this celebration? Pagan or non-Christian traditions show up in this beloved winter holiday, a consequence of early church leaders melding Jesus' nativity celebration with pre-existing midwinter festivals. Since then, Christmas traditions have warped over time, arriving at its current state a little more than a century ago. Early Christians wanted to convert the pagans, but yet they were also fascinated by their customs and traditions. And perhaps that's why pagan traditions remained even after Christianity took hold. The Christmas tree is a 17th century German invention, but it clearly derives from the pagan practice of bringing greenery indoors and decorating it in the midwinter. The modern Santa Claus is a direct descendant of England's Father Christmas, who was not originally a gift giver. However, Father Christmas and his other European variations of modern incarnations of old pagan ideas about spirits who traveled the sky in midwinter. So why is there this fixation on partying in the midwinter anyways? According to historians, it's a natural time for a feast. In an agricultural society, the harvest work is done for the year and it's time to reap what they sow. But in early times, the celebration also revolves around the winter solstice, where the dark days culminate with the shorter days of the year. So the decorations and festivals could bring light to this situation. Back then, if you happen to live in a region in which midwinter brings striking darkness and cold and hunger, then the urge to have a celebration was more abundant in order to avoid falling into a deep, dark depression. But things have changed over time, haven't they? Now we can kill the darkness with a flick of an electric switch. So where do the gifts come into play with all of this? So regardless of what you believe in, the middle of the winter has long been a time of celebration around the world. Centuries before the arrival of a man called Jesus, early Europeans celebrated light and birth in the darkest of days during the winter time. Many people rejoiced during the winter solstice when the worst of the winter was behind them, and they could look forward to longer days and extended hours of sunlight. In return of the sunlight, fathers and sons would bring home large logs, which they would set on fire, and the people would feast until the logs burned out, which could take many days to burn out. And they believed that each spark and ember from the fire represented a new pig or a calf that would be born during the coming of year. And from a very young age, I've had some very controversial beliefs about what I believe Christmas is. So let's jump in our time machine. Let's take you back to little nine-year-old me. So one late Christmas Eve, gathered around with all my cousins, my uncles and aunts, all the family gathered around at my grandma's house. And while the aunts and uncles were in this festive mood to celebrate, the kids needed to go to bed. But there I was, not having any of it. And I kicked up such a ruckus with my grandmother and argued the fact that I wasn't ready for bed. Even with all the spoon-fed lies of Santa Claus coming and bringing gifts and all these things 
happened to be in perfect preparation for Christmas to be celebrated in the morning, I had had enough. And I told my grandmother, I don't believe in Santa Claus in front of all of my cousins, which angered my grandmother. And you don't want to be on that bad side of it because we did have grandma's whooping stick, which was this big wooden paddle that we all had to write our names on. And when we would act at a line, of course, we got our backsides whooped. But growing up in the 90s was different times than we experienced today. And as the frustration and the anger developed on both sides of this argument, I let loose and said, I don't believe in Santa Claus and I don't want shit for Christmas. This gave me another paddling as well as washing my mouth out with soap because that was the thing to do back then. So as I laid there punished, knowing all the lies that I had been fed, in that moment, my belief of Christmas was forever changed. But it was the following morning that really made the biggest impression of all. So as we gathered the following morning with all the cousins and all the family there, after all the partying and festivities have gone on late into the night, here we are at a time to open gifts. And as we all gathered around the tree and were handed certain gifts to open, there was a pause as a gift was handed to me that was specifically from Santa Claus. As it became this bigger and bigger spectacle behind me, I was just excited to be receiving a gift. I grew up not having much. I grew up in poverty. So receiving a gift was something special, regardless of who it was from. So as I'm looking and examining this gift, and I'm shaking this present, trying to figure it out, and they're like, well, they're like, what do you think it is? And I can't figure it out. I'm so excited. I'm shaking the box. There's a little bit of a rattle in the box, making some noise between the space of the box that it was wrapped in and the actual item itself. And I said, I don't know, maybe Legos? And they're like, open it, open it. And it was this big spectacle. So as I proceed to open it and I get the box open, I pull out this Christmas stocking that had a red mesh lining on it. And as I'm looking at it, I'm not quite sure to make of what I'm looking at. Then it dawns on me that this gift is not a gift at all. In fact, it was an opportunity to clown on me. It was a stocking full of horse manure. And I'm not sure which relative had chimed in, but they proceeded to tell me that I got exactly what I asked for from Santa Claus because I didn't want shit for Christmas. So he got me just that. Ever since then, I've always had a sour taste in my mouth. So things have changed over time. Because when customs crumble, do you inherit whatever was given from the generations before you? Or do you put your foot down and strike out to create something new? So for me, with two young boys, I have a two and a four-year-old boy, we have Christmas tree time. So I don't want to rob them of the tradition of celebrating the seasons, but my four-year-old is very aware that Santa Claus doesn't exist. I've been asked about Santa Claus. I said, nobody, Santa Claus isn't real. He's a fictional character, much like a Ninja Turtle or Spider-Man. It's a cool story, but he doesn't exist. When asked if he receives gifts from Santa Claus, I said no. And I break it down one step further. So we have Christmas tree time at our place, and it makes it a little bit easier when you don't have to co-parent with mixed ideals to adopt your own beliefs. So the way that I explain it to my children is that the tree is very symbolic. And for me, this is very meaningful. I was incarcerated from a single vehicle accident that catapulted me in a positive trajectory where the vehicle involved had struck a tree. And I spoke loosely about the symbolism of trees and the aspect of changes. And I explained this to my children by taking them outside and having them look around at nature to observe the trees and the changes that they go through, whether they're in full bloom or the colors begin to cultivate right before they all go away. 
Trees allow us this opportunity to see the changes that happen around us each and every year. So Christmas tree time for me and my boys is an opportunity to reflect on the changes that we've done throughout the year and give tribute by offering gifts that will solidify even more growth for the year to come. But the biggest problem I have with Christmas and some of the modern traditions that have been adopted by society is the fact that it's so controversial in how we lie to our children. I want to be looked up to by my children as a positive male role model because it's something that I never had in my life. And I refuse to adopt the idea that lying to your children about the tooth fairy, about the elf on the shelf, about Santa Claus is going to do them any good once they hit 9 to 11 years old and figure it out for themselves, they're going to realize that they were duped by their parents, the people that they should trust the most. My hopes are to strike the impression that they can rely on me when they're facing challenges or struggles in their lives or battling temptations that they just need some help with because they will know that I was honest with them and they knew things that other children did not because I was not a parent who was going to lie and adopt society's beliefs. So what Christmas and the holidays mean to you is completely your own, and I respect that. But at the same time, I have my own values and beliefs about customs and traditions that may be somewhat controversial for some people to understand. But most importantly, let this be a time to rejoice and to connect and to share in collective kindness. So those are my thoughts around the controversy of Christmas. I wish you all the happiest of holidays. I'm very grateful for your support and listening to the show. And I'm looking forward to the growth and the changes in the year ahead. And until next time, my friends, be kind to one another.